Hello there, I'm Kyo Soroni Beatmaker, and on this episode of the Monday Mindset Podcast, we're going to be talking about maintaining balance. Maintaining an emotional balance is key to a healthy mindset. In order to maintain balance, you must have a disciplined mind. What does that mean, having a disciplined mind? For me, I think having a disciplined mind in regards to being emotionally balanced, um, having a disciplined mind is having the ability to check yourself. Um, I'm sure we all know that classic saying, check yourself before you wreck yourself. But um, having that discipline to know And be able to acknowledge and point out when the feelings that you're having, the emotions that you're currently experiencing, um, are more of a reactionary um, output rather than, you know, permanent, if that makes any sense. Um, Because, like, in my mind, like, you know, being, having a disciplined mind means being able to, let's say, you know, you are someone who tends to get really mad um, really quick. You have a discipline to kind of realize those moments and um, check yourself. You control yourself before you allow um, that emotional outburst. Because, you know, we have to have a disciplined mind. Even, you know, look at, you know, having a hobby, being working out, being athletic, you need to have a disciplined mind. But you also need to be emotionally balanced in order to, you know, essentially balance out that disciplined mind. Because, you know, I think of it like the sense that like, you can be the world's greatest athlete, you could be the world's greatest pool player, the world's greatest um, martial artist, the world's greatest, you know, author. Doesn't matter, you know, what your skill it, what your 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 skill set is, but if you're emotionally balanced, that is emotionally unbalanced. That is going to affect your skills. That's going to affect your discipline. Because you know we we've all had, you know, let's say, you know, you're trying to work out consistently every single, you know, couple times a week. You might have one week where, you're, you know, things really were bad, you know, things were tough at work, relationship problems, family problems, unforeseen circumstances and events. And let's say for the past six months, you were doing really good working out. And then that one week just derails you emotionally. And you end up, you know, the next thing you know, it's been a month and you haven't worked out because you've been so caught up in your emotions that you haven't been able to really focus on the, the, the goal, the plan at hand. Um, and that happens to all of us. Um, but the, pro- the, the key to it is being able to acknowledge and pinpoint those moments when you're becoming emotionally balanced. And, and a lot of that comes to really, you know, if honestly, in my opinion, you need to be willing to, need to be willing and driven to seek out positive experiences and influences.
that helps shape and determine your emotional well-being. Because in order to have that disciplined mind, in order to have that emotional balance, you need to make sure that every other aspect of your life is being influenced by positive, positive energy. Positive energy is incredibly important when it comes to maintaining that emotional balance. You know, I know, um, I don't know if anyone here, I'll probably, I'm going to be talking a lot about him, um, David Goggins, because he really did, um, for me, he was a big influence in the Monday Mindset clips and the Monday Mindset um, podcast. And um, he, you know, when I discovered him, it was during a point where I was really emotionally unbalanced. And, you know, whether you know who he is or not, you know, he is probably the most toughest, driven, disciplined individual in the entire world. Um, this, this guy, there's no one else like him. Um, and, you know, his personality, his, his drive may come off, you know, a little hard and, you know, aggressive, but I look at it as a man who, who is the negative experiences that he has gone through his entire life drive and have created the positive experiences that he experienced thus now. And I think, you know, I'm right now I'm having a breakthrough. So for me, this is a big, you know, mind-blowing moment. Um, and don't be surprised if we have a lot of that with the Monday Mindset Podcast, because that's really the whole point is to have these conversations where, you know, I like to call them mind blooms, where your brain just explodes because, whoa, I didn't think about it that way, or I didn't see that perspective. Um, and even for me, you know, I look at this, you know, as much as this podcast is for everyone out there to get everyone interested and um, to talk about things that are on my mind. I apologize. They are mowing the lawn um, outside in the back. I don't know why. It's mostly dirt, but hey, whatever. Um, but like what I was trying to say is like, you know, the Money Mindset Podcast is all about getting those mind-blown gems. Um, those things that make you change your perspective that maybe add to what you're, you know, to help clear out that clutter in your mind. Um, and like what I was saying about like, you know, this whole idea, which I just kind of popped in my head is, is taking those negative experiences and turning them and making them the fuel for positive experiences. And I think, you know, when you look at David Goggins or certain individuals, I, you know, I bring him up as, as an example, but you look at people who have this uncanny ability to maintain that emotional balance, um, you begin to realize like, whoa, like, what is it? What's the fuel? What is it? You know, a lot of it is having that disciplined mind, but a lot of it really comes down to distancing yourself from negative and toxic experiences and influences. Now, that's easier said than done. Trust me, I know from experience, but it's crucial and important for your own well-being mentally and especially, and most importantly, emotionally. Because, you know, I'm not saying that, like, not having 
those, you know, negative or toxic experiences aren't good for you. They're important. You know, I, I have this important saying that uh, I tell to myself all the time. You know, I live life as a lesson learned. Now, like I said in a previous episode of the Monday Mindset Podcast, like you can live life the hard way or the right way. Now, even that means not associating with people or circumstances um, that are negative, that are toxic, because that's just going to bring you down. That's just going to hold you back. You know, we, you know, I was, you know, I was kind of actually listening to the Joe Rogan podcast right now. He's talking with an individual named W. Um, Keith Campbell. Now, I'm assuming he's a psychologist, but he's talking about like narcissism, and like, you know, you got to stay away from those toxic people who want to bring you down, who don't want you to succeed. Um, you know, stay away from them, but. You know, if you're in a circumstance where you can't really stay away from them because you live with them, you know, their family or they're your roommate or whatnot, um, then distance yourself from them. But take that negative energy, like I said earlier, take that negative energy and use it as fuel for positive things. And if that means, you know what, you're my roommate, but you're toxic, you're next, you're toxic, you're negative. As long as you pay your portion of the rent, I don't have to associate with you. I'll clean my dishes. I'll do my thing. And I'll take whatever negativity you're having and I'll fuel it to get my own place, to get better paid at my job, to succeed with whatever goals, to get better at at being more confident in myself so I can address the problems with you. And that's tough. That's not going to be easy. I know it's it's something that you're going to that we all, you know, we're not all going to get to David Goggins level. All right. (laughs) But we can take those we can take what's good about those skill sets and we can apply it to us and how it works best for us, right? And I know it's hard because sometimes those experiences and influences, if toxic, can be connected to individuals that we may love and hold dear to our hearts. And to try to distance ourselves from them is impossible sometimes it hurts and i said okay if you can't distance yourself from it fine embrace it and learn from it and move forward that is the exact same path as distancing yourself from it the only thing is you're going to have to go into a deep dive and you're going to have to face it you can distance yourself from it and and work on other aspects of yourself until you feel confident and ready to address it yeah, that's totally fine. I've had to do that with many aspects of my of my life. And other aspects, I had to go deep dive face first into it. Um, and it all depends on where you are emotionally. Are you prepared for that? Because that might make you even more emotionally unbalanced, a deep dive into it. So maybe looking at it from a distance while you work on other aspects of, your, of yourself that are more approachable, that aren't going to hurt as much. But, 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 it is crucial and important for your own well-being mentally and emotionally. But you must be willing to make that change no matter how painful it may be. Whether it's from a distance or whether it's from a deep dive in. But you have to do it. You got to do it. If you want to come out on the other side feeling more emotionally balanced and feeling more confident in having that disciplined 
mind. You know, it's, you know, if you were, you know, a samurai and you're in a duel and you're emotionally unbalanced, that could determine whether you live or die. Um, and that's what made um, one of my biggest, um, someone who I truly look up to, um, and one of the biggest influences in my life and how, do I, how I live my life is Musashi Miyamoto. You know, he, he knew how to get into the minds of his opponents and make them emotionally unbalanced. And by doing that, it gave him the upper hand. It made him that much more skillful of a swordsman. Um, and you got to try to try to apply that to your life. Um, because you you must be willing to look at yourself, know your value, and know that your own emotional well-being is more important than anyone else's. That may sound selfish. <laughs> that may sound conceited. It may sound you know, narcissistic, but that's just the reality of the situation. Um, even when it comes to if you're a parent, I mean, it's even more crucial if you're a parent. You need to make sure that, <coughs> excuse me, you need to make sure that you are emotionally ready um, if you, you know, for having a child or whatever you're dealing with. You need to make sure that you are somewhat emotionally balanced. Um, because if you're not, it's going to be a serious problem. I apologize again for the lawnmower. But, you know, that is like, especially if you are, you know, if you have parent, if you're a parent, especially right now with everything that's going on with the COVID, with the pandemic, the lockdown, um, you know, the economic recession, everything that we're dealing with, and you're a parent right now, to maintain emotional balance, I, I can't imagine the effort it must take, especially if you're doing your best to keep that balance. Because right now, your kids, they need you more than ever. They need that balance, even if it's superficial, even if it looks good on paper. But deep down inside, you're screaming and pulling your hairs out and not sure which way to go. Um, but you got to try to maintain that emotional balance for them so that they can have some form of emotional balance. Granted, they're not going to. I mean, if they're doing the hybrid learning, you know, if you're in kindergarten, you know, learning how to be a kindergartner um, through Zoom, you know, and you're a parent trying to. You know, you're trying to pay bills, like all of that and trying to maintain their emotional balance and yours. It's tough. So you're going to have to find alternatives. You're going to have to look into what's going on. And, and that doesn't mean blaming everyone else. There are certain situations that are far out of our control. All right. We're seeing that with our with the with the government, with our own government. You can't necessarily the only control that you can do is go out and vote, vote in your local administrations, your local politicians, the state level, those state level representatives, if you put in the people that best represent you and care about you, then you can make some significant changes locally that could then possibly spread to the country worldwide. But I'm not going to jump into politics right now. All I'm trying to say is that given the world that we're living in right now, emotional balance is more 
important than ever. It is crucial. You need it, especially with the fact that we're dealing with high suicidal rates, high homelessness, the stress, the anxiety. The entire world is emotionally unbalanced right now. And I can feel it. There are many people out there who can feel that. You know, people who are more tapped into the energies of the planet and, and the people in the world than I am. But we have to figure out for ourselves individually how to maintain our emotional balance. Because if we can't individually, that spreads. If you're in a household, that's going to spread. Your emotional unbalance will spread and affect everyone else. It's no different than if you're married or if you're in a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, whatever kind of relationship, it doesn't matter your sexual preference. If you're in a relationship and you guys are living together during all of this, working together to figure out how to maintain your emotional balance together might make your relationship that much stronger. It might make your relationship that much stronger and then both of you individually, it'll make you stronger. Because like I said before, as selfish as it may sound, you come first. I know it, it. I know it's kind of jumping back, circling back to what I was saying earlier. You come first, especially when it comes to your, your emotional balance. How are you going to be able to show love and support to those around you if you can't even care for yourself? Come on. Let's be real here, people. Like, and, and I'm not, you know, we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. I know I have my moments where I'm emotionally unbalanced and I notice it and I work on it and it may be a little bit harder because we're all humans. But if you can't, you know, it's like that Amy Winehouse song, you know, um, help yourself. And one of her, you know, her verse is like, I can't help you if you can't help yourself. And, and that's the reality of our, of the situation. And it circles around to something I said in my previous podcast about help. Like, sometimes in order to get that emotional balance, you need help. If that means going to to a counselor, to a psychologist, then do it. Seek the help. There is nothing wrong with it. All right? I go, I go to a counselor. I'll admit that. I go to a counselor. Yeah, I do that. I need it. I go to a therapist. That's what they're called. I go to one, yeah, you know, but before I went to one, I spent years working on myself emotionally, getting myself to a point where I was emotionally balanced enough, where I felt confident enough and seeking out help and talking to a therapist. That was my route. My route was working on myself eternally, reading the various books that I did, and once I became emotionally balanced enough, then I went and I sought help. And that meant for me, for those couple years, pushing people out, not really talking to people that much. You might need to do that. People might hate you for it. They might think you're being selfish. But I say it's bigger than me. Because the reason why I say it's bigger than me, and that's one of my biggest things. I always say it's bigger than me. It's something I tell myself all the time, especially when it comes to your emotional balance. Because if I don't maintain my emotional balance, it can affect my mom. It can affect my dog. You know, those are things it can affect me at work. You know, those are things that I'm well aware of. And like I said, if you can't help yourself, if you can't get yourself mentally balanced, emotionally balanced, 
How are you going to help other people? How are you going to support your family? How are you going to support your relationships? How are you going to support yourself at your job? I, I get it. You know, in this quarantine, I can't imagine how many people have been stuck inside their heads. And many of them don't, have, don't know how the skills have never been stuck inside their head. And they're going crazy. And you're seeing it. You're seeing people who have been stuck inside their heads with no outlet, no way of addressing the problems. Some people don't want to meditate. You know, some people don't want to do yoga. I mean, I just started doing yoga a couple months ago. I've been doing yoga pretty consistently since, I want to say June, June, July. You know, and... (laughs) And it's helped. You know, I was already, you know, doing meditation. I was already doing a couple Qigong breathing exercises. Um, and that was helping to maintain my emotional balance. And, you know, like I did on my last week's podcast, you know, reading from my journal, my own personal journal, that's been another thing to help me maintain my emotional balance. Because, you know, you know, I'll use my music my lyrics, my poetry as a form of kind of expressing emotionally what I'm feeling personally in in regards to relationships, in regards to the world. And, you know, as much fun as it is to talk in metaphors and in symbolism, I'm realizing how important it is to just write your thoughts down free of artistic, um, bourgeois so to speak and i'm just realizing how fantastic that is in helping me with my emotional balance so you know for me writing in a personal journal i know a couple other people that write in personal journals maybe that's something that might help you in maintaining your emotional balance is writing in a personal journal just writing your thoughts it doesn't matter what it is doesn't matter whether it's political doesn't matter whether it's personal it could just be nonsense but to get it out of your head, because especially now, you know, we don't know how things are going to play out. Our administration is infected with the virus. Like, I don't and depending on where you live in the world and in the country, like. Some states are doing better with the virus, others are not. And uh, you can tell if you just go onto Twitter or on any of the news channels. Or go on to your local news and see how your your state's doing or how your county is doing or how your town. But, you know, to... I kinda, sorry, I just kind of lost my train of thought here. But, yeah, it, to go kind of back down to, like, you know, if with in maintaining your own balance and how it's, you know, how you need to focus on yourself. Like if you're struggling to looking for a way to maintain your emotional balance, like I was saying before, I suggest you begin with meditation. Um, you know, with meditation comes the ability to train your mind, to empty your mind. Um, and being able to, when you, when you're meditating and you're slowly able to kind of empty your mind, you're kind of able to, 
empty yourself emotionally. Um, and not everyone wants to try meditation. Some people don't have the patience for it. But I mean, I look at it in a sense like if you don't have the patience for meditation, then maybe that's something you need to work on is your patience. And maybe that's an aspect of your life that you're struggling with. And maybe meditation will help with your lack of patience. Um, you know, like I said, also yoga. You know, I, you know, my ex-girlfriend was a yoga instructor, but refused to teach me yoga unless I was paying her. Now, as you can tell, she's my ex-girlfriend. So you can see how that went. But, you know, now that I'm into yoga, which is kind of ironic, it's done wonders for me emotionally, physically, spiritually. And, I mean, that's another thing we got to get into is, you know, your emotional balance is key to your spiritual being. And meditation is a great way to really connect with your spirit. Yoga is a great way to connect with your spirit. You have to look for those avenues that really give you that deep dive into yourself. Hell, going to a therapist or a counselor is a great way to connect with your spirit. Um, because to allow your emotions to be in a state of suspended animation while you search deep within yourself and locate your strengths and weaknesses, by doing this, you're, you're locating your ability to strengthen the strengths while improving your weaknesses. And that's something that's great about meditation is that ability to strengthen your strengths while improving your weaknesses. And improving your weaknesses means turning them into strengths. And having an emotional balance and having a disciplined mind will strengthen your strengths and improve your weaknesses. Turn those weaknesses into strengths. And sometimes the only way to turn your weaknesses into strengths is having an emotional balance that's just in my opinion really key it could be different for everyone but i really feel that that is something that is extremely key you know for me personally to get a little personal on myself one of my greatest weaknesses is when i become when i become emotionally unbalanced i overthink every aspect of my life every aspect I'm like C-3PO with just like, you know, every analyzing every type of scenario and, you know, it's ridiculous for me. Um, and that's why I meditate every day. That's why I do yoga. And that's why when I have my moments when I'm overthinking and overanalyzing aspects of my life, I say my mantra. And when when that overthinking starts coming... I immediately say my mantra, and most often than not, it empties my mind. Um, you know, and I'll and I'll share it with you, my mantra, because honestly, it's Joseph Campbell's mantra, and uh, I got it from reading one of his books. Um, 
And he got it from a bodhivista in India. And the mantra is, where are you between two thoughts? You know, I say this to myself internally. I take a nice deep breath. I breathe in and out. And I suggest you give it a try. Because where are you between two thoughts? And in my mind, the stillness of the heart. Apologies. My alarm buzzing in on a deep moment. But where are you between two thoughts? Stillness of the heart. Because when you're caught between two thoughts, especially when they're negative and they're emotional, you become unbalanced. You become torn. And when you become still of the heart, you're not torn. You're balanced. Despite whatever is going on. Despite what's plaguing your mind, what you're overthinking about. Because when you're between two thoughts, when you're in that stillness of the heart, you see clearly. You see through the emotional haze and blur and chaos. Because you're listening to your heart eternally, truly. And that, in my opinion, is the root of having an emotionally balanced mind and heart. For we are all heroes of our own story. If you wish to continue to be the hero of your story, you must seek out an emotional balance. When you're emotionally unbalanced, your actions suffer. And you end up making mistakes. Sometimes those mistakes are for the best, and sometimes those mistakes are for the worse. But we are all the heroes of our story. And whether you know you look at any hero, any hero's journey, the moment the hero becomes emotionally unbalanced is the moment that makes or breaks them. And whether or not you think of yourself as a hero or a heroine, you really are. You are the hero of your story. Or you're the villain. It's up to you. Acknowledge yourself. Acknowledge your emotions. Don't run from them. Don't suppress them. Confront your emotions. Learn from your emotions. Grow from your emotions. When we are healthy emotionally, we are healthy mentally. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Monday Mindset Podcast. If you would like to support Ronin Art and Music, please feel free to check out my Patreon page. It's patreon.com dash Ronin Beatmaker. And uh, please check it out. I would love any support that you guys are more than willing to get. 
to give. Um, check out my several uh, subscription tiers that I have. And um, please, just any support would be great. Um, it would really help to make Ronin Art and Music grow and expand because I have a lot of projects in the works and any help to make them become a reality would be fantastic. Again, that is Ronin Beatmaker on Patreon.com. And I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love.